Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Oh, my modern lovers, have we got a great show for you today. Your body may be sexy, but you know, your self-sabotage patterns really aren't. And most of us have got massive self-sabotage patterns, and if you don't think you have any, let me give you a clue. You might notice you get the same result over and over. Your relationship stumbles on the same particular rock over and over and over, or maybe it's with your money or your health. You've decided 2020 is going to be your year to get in shape and be your healthiest and get your biome healed and then you're eating those donuts, and I'm putting myself right in there with you. I can see my own self-sabotage patterns, and today we're going to take a brand-new approach using physical intelligence to break through self-sabotage. So you're going to be in for a treat, but first, if you live in the San Francisco Bay Area or if you can get yourself here, You'll want to join me Saturday, March 14th at our all-new Modern Love Training Center in San Francisco for a real breakthrough seminar. It's nine steps to save your love and grow your money. And if you don't know this, love and money synergize one another. One goes up, the other can go down, and vice versa. And how we do anything is how we do everything. So we're going to break through love and money sabotage and get into the growth and expansion of love and prosperity. We have special guest experts joining us. For details and to register, grab your seat right this very minute. Go to eventbrite.com or you can email me at love at docway.com for more information. If you aren't already on the mailing list, we'll send you all the information. Now, here's our Ask Dr. Brenda question. Dear Dr. Brenda, I'm dating a man with a wandering eye. Hmm, I wonder where he bought that. Although we've been together for over a year, my boyfriend finds it necessary to ogle a variety of women when we're on a date. I've mentioned how uncomfortable this makes me, but he says, I have nothing to worry about because he loves me. He can't seem to understand why I find that behavior rude. What should I do? Well, the first thing is, it's not about whether you judge his behavior and find it rude. That's not the point. The point is, you feel uncomfortable. So if you are doing the blame game, putting him down, making him wrong, telling him he's rude, you're not going to get very far. But if you approach this from, I feel safe and I feel secure with you, when you focus most of your attention on me, 
I don't mind if an attractive person crosses your visual field and you look. That's normal. But it makes me feel really good when your focus is on me. Now, that's the part you say to him. Now, here's the hard part. You need to figure out where your own insecurity might be coming from because you may have a part in this as well. Usually, if something is very triggering for you, there's a reason, which is why I'm so happy to introduce our guest today, Dr. Martina Wagner, co-founder of Artis Humanis, who's a molecular biologist with a 25 years 25 years of experience in the healthcare industry. She holds a variety of executive positions, and she received her PhD in biochemistry from the Goethe Institute in Frankfurt, Germany. She explores neuroscience and neuroplasticity, psychology, to help us understand how we can alter our mind and our behavior. Welcome to the show, Dr. Wagner. Welcome. I'm very pleased to be here with you, and thank you very much for having me. Yeah, I'm very excited to have you here because we are always looking for uh, everyone who is a part of our show knows I'm a geek. I started out as a scientist before I became a clinician to the science of the brain, the science of how we can actually hack our brains and make changes. And when I saw that you have a book called Physical Intelligence, an introduction, I got super excited. So tell us first, what is physical intelligence, and how did you get interested in this field? So physical intelligence is really the stepbrother of all of the intelligences. But unbeknownst to all of us, it's actually, from my perspective, the most important intelligence. And if the listeners remember anything from the radio show, then I really want them to remember this. We all believe our cognitive thinking, our thinking, our abstract thinking, our learning is so important because this is what we do all day. We've been brought up. We've gone to school. We learn. We're surrounded with books and information every day as much as we possibly can. Then we heard that emotional intelligence is super important for us to be able to connect with others, to advance our careers, to be successful. But we're completely forgetting And to about connect our with body. ourselves, which is important. Yes. Yeah, the EQ. And we know how important that is, and we also know how much information we have in our body. Our body is trying to signal us all the time, but we need to also take the time to pay attention to it. But... The reason I got interested in physical intelligence, and there's way more than I can say in just a couple of sentences here, is that I had this difficulty in really expressing who I was. And I couldn't put my finger on it, what it really was, but it had to do with my self-esteem, with my level of self-confidence, inability to speak up and also really move my career forward and, and use all of that cognitive intelligence that I possess. I mean, I got a PhD in biochemistry, but I was not able to move my career forward really the way that I wanted to. And I said, well, something here is really not working out. What is going on? And that inner urge and, and desire to break through whatever was holding me back 
led me to a martial arts school, and I started to train martial arts under... Now, hold on just a sec. When you say it held you back, what were some of the signs that it was holding you back? So everybody listen carefully, because you may recognize some of these signs that something that you can't put your finger on is holding you back. What are some of the signs? So one very uh, apparent sign was I wasn't able to make eye contact with people. So just imagine a leader that is speaking to you and is trying to connect and is trying to motivate and engage you but can't look you in the eyes. Oh, yeah, that's a big big symptom. And did that show up also in your personal life, not making eye contact? Absolutely. And uh, just going back to the example that you said earlier with the person that was contacting and writing to you, I was jealous. I couldn't have my partner look at another woman, and I just I didn't have the self-worth. I, I wasn't able to deal with it. So I was really had always these troubles in relationships as well. But mm-hmm. in, in my career, the other thing that was really holding me back, I had this, I, I had this difficulty of speaking to higher-ups senior level managers. For some reason, I had this level of anxiety or something that I had second thoughts in terms of, am I going to say the right thing? Am I going to be intelligent enough? Is, is that really so it sounds like you had a lot of super negative self-talk going on. Absolutely. And I think most of us can relate to that. Most of us know we've got that little voice installed in our heads that's going, oh, who do you think you are? Well, you can't do that. You're not as good as they are. You don't look like them. See, look, they're looking at other people. That little voice is just carrying on that dialogue, and most of us aren't even aware. So here's one step, everybody. Grab what Dr. Wagner is saying and notice if your self-talk is negative. Notice if there are places in your life where you feel, I just can't quite make that happen or, or have the behavior that I know would advance my cause, my career, my relationship, for God's sake. So it sounds like you really noticed that this was getting in your way, Dr. Wagner. So you then went to a martial arts school. Keep going. I want to hear the rest of this very interesting breakthrough that you've created. So it wasn't really about the martial arts, but the person who actually taught the martial arts, he was teaching us self-mastery. And the reason that he got into this whole area was a very pragmatic one. He had dyslexia. And just imagine a person who was growing up with dyslexia, and we're, we're talking a number of years ago. That was a stigma. You were stupid. People were looking down at you. And he said, this is not me. I'm not stupid. And, I mean, he, he had difficulties with his confidence and everything because of his environment treating him like that in school and everything. And he tried everything under the sun that Western medicine had to offer to address that dyslexia, but really nothing worked. So he found one day somebody who showed him a different approach. And he managed to access deeper levels of the mind where all of these subconscious patterns reside. We call that our physical intelligence landscape. These are emotional and mental and physiological patterns that reflect themselves in every thought, in every decision. So now how do people acquire this physical landscape, this physical intelligence that you're talking about? Break that down a little bit for us, would you? 
so we're, we're obviously born with a genetic outfit, whatever we inherit from our parents, which already gives a certain type of, pre- type of predisposition. Like, for instance, potentially a dyslexia could be rooted in that. But then all of the external influences. I mean, look at your parents. You're trying to model after your parents. Every single pattern that my mom has is probably reflected in me. Uh, not probably, but I'm actually studying her to, to see what pattern she has. I know life. exactly <laughs> what you mean. I've been studying my mom's patterns, too. And we all have those things. They're installed in the brain by the time we're eight years old, everybody, way before we get any higher cortex. So, yeah, that's a really good rock to look under. What were your parents' patterns? But the important news, I know you're going to get to this, Dr. Wagner, is that all is not lost. We are not stuck with those patterns. The latest science says that we have tremendous power, tremendous capability to change our own brains. So lead on, Dr. Wagner. I know you're going to go there. Tell us more about one of the things that was very interested about uh, in your work is you call physical intelligence P.I., and it made me, of course, think of AI, artificial intelligence. So what is PI exactly? How does it work? So you're very right in terms of the, the patterns really being the ones that are responsible for, for everything that we do and have that influence. And it doesn't stop at our parents, but it also all of the different things that happen to us constantly because of the phenomenon of neuroplasticity, our mind actually adapts beautifully to whatever we do constantly. Now, for those so of you who have not been listening to this show, if you've not been listening to this show, you need to understand what neuroplasticity is. Go ahead, Dr. Wagner. I'm going to let you take it. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically our, our mind, our synaptic connections, our nerves in our brain constantly remodeling themselves to be able to adapt to the new type of functionality that we're asking our brain to do. Our brain is just a tool at the end of the day. And And it's a tool that has infinite possibility. So those of you who heard us talk about patterns acquired in childhood, you can remodel them just like you remodel your kitchen, your bathroom, your bedroom. You can remodel your own brain. And all it takes is new furniture and maybe a coat of paint, and we've got some new patterns in that brain. And Dr. Wagner is going to get to how her work in physical intelligence helps you do the remodeling. So just be clear, you're not stuck. In fact, we're quite the opposite. We are extraordinarily capable of making profound renovations. So, Dr. Wagner, you've explained what PI is, and you're going a little deeper into how PI influences us. Now, take us into the turn. What did you discover about how physical intelligence, or PI, can be used in changing the self sabotage patterns, because I'd like to stop sabotaging myself. This is all about me, okay? Absolutely. So the first thing to note is that we're not going to be able to use our cognitive mind. So if you're telling yourself, today I'm going to be stopping to do X, to think about that, feel jealous, to be anxious, to have more confidence, well, good luck. You're, you're not going to most probably have have an impact here. The 
key thing is that we have to use a different set of tools. And the good news is that it's super easy to learn them, and it only takes a short amount of time, but it needs to be done consistently to actually be able to get in touch with these patterns. And what you're doing is you're actually starting to use your physical body because through using your physical body, you can get to these older parts of the brain where these emotional and physiological patterns are residing. And the first tool that we all have and that we constantly use is using our breath. And then we have another set of tools that actually have to do so with how does the breath? How does the breath work in this? Can, well, can you so walk us breath, through a little bit of the breathing that makes the difference? Yeah, so what most of us do is we breathe very shallow. We breathe kind of just to the level of our ribcage. And we're not mostly aware of it because it just happens automatically. But those of us who do yoga or perhaps sing or do anything that has to do with actually deep breathing. And while Dr. Wagner speaking, everybody, let's have a deep breath, shall we? Let's get into this in vivo, real time. Yes. So actually, why don't we do this? Let's do just a very simple breathing pattern. We're going to be just closing your, our eyes and then breathe in all the way down below your belly button on a count of four. So very slowly breathe in. You can breathe in through your mouth, nose or through your mouth. And then when you get all the way down there, you hold your breath for a count of four and then you're going to be releasing your breath again for a count of four. That's the first deep breath I've had all day. That felt great. Thank you. And then what do we do after we've had our deep breath? So what you notice, you said it felt good. So it actually has an immediate impact on your state of mind. And what we're trying to do here is we're really starting to take control of our state of mind. And we're starting to use our our brain to slowly pattern it to use these deep breaths and the associated type of energy and state of mind that it's generating to help it go to this beautiful, relaxing state of mind more and more and more often. So that when right now I've been training 25 years and just in a blink of a moment I can completely relax myself. So and now how do, can, let me ask a question about that. So when we're doing the deep breathing, this physical intelligence work, how does that impact past traumas and relationship difficulties, for example, since this is Modern Love Radio? Yeah. So what we're actually doing when we are using our breath and also the uh, physical intelligence physical forms, these are kind of like Qigong or Tai Chi type of forms, but they're very specific uh, movements, is we're getting in touch with our center. And by getting in touch with our center, we actually get in touch with who we, if you will, originally are without these types of influences and patterns. And by doing that, we gain a certain level of objectivity. And now all of a sudden, through this process, we start to become aware of these patterns. And awareness is really the first step. Awareness is the key. Everybody knows who follows us that awareness is the key. If you want transformation, 
The first step is awareness. Beautiful. So once we get the awareness, because the breath is creating that awareness, how does the awareness impact being able to use PI? Well, what you're doing is when you're getting in touch with your center, you're actually strengthening that original you that is void of all of these patterns and influences. So the person that you are actually meant to be. So in Daniel's example with the dyslexia, he strengthened the part of his mind that actually didn't have the dyslexia. And through that process, he was able to basically just undo this pattern and bring it up to the surface and have a possibility to break it. Hmm. So, so bringing not- the pattern to awareness gives us a chance to break it. Now, what would be the next tool to use once we become aware and we want to break it? Everybody, here you go. Pay dirt. So the, the different types of forms that we have each generate a certain type of state of mind. And the combination of really getting in touch with yourself at this deeper level of awareness together with the the state of mind that you're generating is all helping to really bring that pattern to the surface, into your awareness, and to make it, to break it. And you actually, I I followed the the dynamics of of this uh, whole process because it starts when you just have like some inklings as to what might be going on until that pattern really looks you in the face and you're just like really realizing what is going on and it's right where it comes from what gave rise to it where you may have learned it from a parent or from a trauma or something that was difficult for you in childhood and then you made up a whole bunch of stuff about yourself or your limitations as you see them or i'm not lovable you know we all have some version of this self-sabotage thought pattern, and what do you think is the most effective tool to really break through once we have the awareness, once we become aware, we can see the pattern, where it came from? It's, again, it's a combination of really getting in touch with your center and really focusing on yourself, because when you strengthen the part of you that is really you, your essence, then you become stronger than these patterns. So the patterns can no longer exist. You might have to go through experiences that are similar to the original experience. You might not get all of the information as to where the pattern came from, from the, from the start, but the, the good news is you're going to get rid of it. And believe it or not, right now in my mind, there are no more patterns and there are no more critics and there's nothing else that is residing in there. It's a nice, tranquil, and peaceful state. And it's and through using like, these processes over time that you were able to do that. Yes. Beautiful. And now, here's something. A question popped up because often women have more access to this kind of emotional awareness. Are women at better, are women better at this than men, this kind of PI work? I don't think so, um, because we all have the same processes, uh, our our mental processes or brain processes, and also from a physiological point of view, it's it's pretty much the same 
being good. I'm glad you said that because I could just hear the men who are in our audience going, well, this sounds like something women can do, but men can't do it. So there you go, guys. The answer is you can be just as good as any woman in a female body, any man in a male body. We are equal when it comes to accessing our physical intelligence. So, Dr. I know, Dr. Martina, that you have this wonderful book, and we are all about books in this community. I want people to go get the book. It's on Amazon. Give us that title one more time, please. It's actually very simple. It's called Physical Introduction. Uh, I'm sorry, Physical Intelligence and Introduction. Okay, that's on Amazon, but also you have a website. If you don't mind giving that out and everybody, it'll be posted also when we post this show. We're going to post this website for you, but I want you to have it, and you have to spell it out. It's Artes, A-R-T-E-S, Humanis, that's H-U-M-A-N-I-S, Artes Humanis. It'll be up on the website, in case you didn't catch it, .com. And Dr. Wagner has a gift for you. You will get to have a free one-hour consultation with her. Now, that is extremely generous and extremely valuable. So get thee to her website, sign thyself up, and get that. I am certainly going to sign myself up because I'm intensely curious, and I'm a believer in the power of self-awareness. You know, it's awareness that leads us to consciousness. And when we become more conscious, we're tapping into that higher frequency of energy. And it's from that high frequency that we do transform, we do evolve. And that will lead you to a better love life, everyone, because you're the one generating whatever's going on in your love life. You all know that. And here's a powerful new way for you to tap into that awareness and that transformation power. So, Dr. Wagner, you get the last word. What do you want to leave us with? I definitely want to say that each of us has the potential to really create the life that we want and do what we're passionate about. We should not compromise but really make every effort and take action to really use the lifetime that we have. So I really urge everybody to to look into, be it physical intelligence or be it the approach that you prefer, but get in touch with who you really are. Do yourself the favor and don't be a victim to any of the patterns that are residing in your mind and leading you away from a wonderful life that you can have. Yes, and a wonderful love life is a big part of that. So those of you, I know some of you have gone, eh, I'm giving up on love, it doesn't work. No, it's not an it doesn't work. It's I haven't yet figured out how I can access the part of me that shut down. So I'm a big fan, and I thank you for being our guest today, Dr. Martina Wagner. Everybody, get to her website. It's artisthumanist.com. The book is physical intelligence and introduction and we will be hearing more from you dr wagner i love your approach everybody get to eventbrite grab your seat for march 14th save your love grow your money nine steps 
And if you are a member of the True Love, True Prosperity Mastermind community, you know you'll get to come free and bring a guest for free. Everybody else, it's super, super reasonable. We've got right now an early bird special up for only $127. You can come and bring a wing person with you. There's a special coaching lunch where I get to coach you individually, laser coach. All right, with all of that being said, big thank you again to our guest. Thank you to our executive producer, Cliff Dunning. And thank you, modern lovers, for being on a journey of personal evolution. Because at the end of the day, when we all evolve, we all get to live on a planet that is healthy and peaceful. So blessings. Have a great week.